refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, the time has come, my favourite time of the week, which is keeping up with Lisa and Louise. And this week, can I just say, gold star to you, Lisa Richmond, because you're coming to us from deep in ISO. Um, Your house has the pox on it and uh, you have dragged yourself out of bed because if there's anything that's going to make you feel better, it's talking about the Kardashians, isn't it? Oh, 100%. And, yes, um we are in uh, in COVID land right now. Um, my family have gone down. We've we've managed to avoid it so far up until uh, I feel like it's almost out of fashion that it's May twenty twenty two and we've got COVID for the first time. But um, <laughs> here we are. So anyway, absolutely, absolutely. You're a little <laughs> bit behind the times, but that's okay. Um, yeah. You can tick it off your bucket list now. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, look, you know, we need to take you away from. Um, so we have we have little Cooper and your husband, and um, so what I want to know first of all is which one's worse. Um, out of out of my husband and I. Out of your husband and Cooper to look after. Oh, um, well, to be honest, Cooper, so he's two and he is actually quite fine. Like he's just got a cough but he's running around like a maniac. But I guess, I mean, not that I want him to be sick, but it almost makes it more difficult that he's got all this energy and he's running around and he's absolutely fine. And then my husband and I are both like, Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm doing much better today, which is good. I'm I'm coming out the other end. Um, But yeah, um, I think uh, like as soon as before he even tested positive, my husband was like, "Oh, my throat! Oh, this! Oh, this!" You know, so I'm just yeah. like, "Oh, all right." But um, no, it's um, it's all right. Thankfully, we're all doing okay. Thankfully, nobody's too serious, and we all seem to be coming out the other end okay. And um, yeah, so so uh, yeah, we're, we're quite lucky in that because obviously a lot of people have been hit harder. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're, we're very thankful that. We've we've seemed to have not had a too severe uh, reaction, um, I guess. But yeah. yeah, it's still still not um, still not a pleasant time. No, <laughs> not not fun at all. But no, do not recommend. <laughs> you did have some news that absolutely filled your heart with joy during your ISO, and that is Courtney and Travis, the big wedding we- in Italy. Oh my god! We've had the wedding. We've had the wedding, and um, it the third was, wedding. Yes, the third wedding, <laughs> and wow, what an absolute marketing exercise! Hundred um, percent. I feel oh, the whole thing is um, it's really quite interesting to break down because it's been. Um, you know, when you, and with the Kardashians, you need to look at it from a marketing and a business perspective, because that's what it is. They're in, they're, they're a family, but they're, they're this business entity, you know, and the fact that we've had this, a, a wedding that's sponsored by Dolce, Dolce and Gabbana, yeah. um, which is, um, it's quite, uh, surreal to see you know brands coming on board to almost sponsor these life events like you've got it's it's a whole new way of marketing and advertising and and um it's you know you the photos that first started coming out of the wedding were very grainy and you look at them and you're like oh it looks strange but it was never meant to be photographed like that it was meant to be photographed in this glamour way of 
the brand being represented, both brands being represented of the Kardashians and Dolce and Gabbana. And it's, um, it's very interesting to look at it all from it's so there's been um, ties back to when they were that the first quote unquote wedding at the chapel. And now you look at what Courtney was wearing. She had like the, this, this sort of cross on this, this short um, strapless shirt. And that's been the theme throughout the whole thing, this sort of Catholicism, um, uh, again, this this grand Italian Dolce & Gabbana, this whole thing. You can see it now in all three of these quote-unquote weddings because obviously the first two were sort of show weddings and this was the actual wedding. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really um, quite fascinating to break down and to look into the way that this this brand has been at the forefront. They've dressed the whole family, but it's a wedding. It's really. It is. But God damn, did it work for Dolce and Gabbana? I mean, nobody can be in, like those images have been viewed by pretty much the whole world. Um, you know, 100%. I don't think they yeah. get that sort of coverage in fashion week. Exactly. And it's something, again, it's, um, it's such an interesting exercise in marketing, I think, in that um, it's, the the brand of Dolce & Gabbana, uh, a troubled brand, um, they've yes. been embroiled <clears throat> in controversy. They've come out with some pretty um, radical and unsavoury opinions, I would say. Um, and um, to then, you know, want to tie themselves to this uh, this family or this, this entity, I guess, um, and it's almost like, I mean, they've they've made so much money off this wedding; <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, and you know, people are now drawing these comparisons of like, okay, well, Dolce and Gabbana have um, sponsored this wedding, and in in uh, contrast, Balenciaga have sponsored the divorce of Kanye. <laughs> yes, and Kim. you're right. <laughs> have you seen that? Have you sort of drawn that? There's there's been some really great commentary on that, and again, it's really interesting to see these different takes from the marketing and the business perspective on it. Um, you know, yes, like we can talk about the dress, and we can talk about this, and we can talk about this, but then when you do a deeper dive into to everything else, like we've talked about before, nothing the Kardashians do is by accident yeah. or by chance. Everything is strategic and planned out, and it's all a part of a business model. Yes, it is. And yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I got anyway. Say, that's my that that's my hot take on it all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, um, I just got to say, I I thought I loved it. I thought their their outfits were absolutely spectacular. I thought Chloe won. Yep. Chloe was best best on ground for me. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, and I thought she was absolutely knock it out of the park, stunning. Um, she, you know, if if someone said that she was um, a, a goddess, you wouldn't question it. And uh, yeah, and I loved Kim's um, Kim's goth chic as well. Um, Courtney, um, look, I love the train, um, and you love that rock and roll. So you like that little bit of rock and roll. So you would have loved to dress. Um, I, I don't – I'll just jump in there. I'm not a huge fan of the really short dress. Oh, good, because I wasn't either. <laughs> no, but I'm – so there's a couple of interesting bits within the the dress, um, sort of notable bits. So in the veil, 
um, obviously gorgeous, huge, big, oversized lace veil. And there was a, um, a design on it of the Virgin Mary, um, which is the exact design of a tattoo that Travis Barker has on the top of his head. Right. And that was also emulated in, so during the reception, she swapped over into a shorter version of the veil and it was basically just a mini version of the big veil and it, again, had that same Virgin Mary design on it so it's it's kind of all this yeah this this tied in and again we saw in the like I mentioned before we saw in in all three of the weddings this kind of gothic punk rock catholic um kind of vintage vibes I guess and again um you know I I wonder how much say Courtney had because all three of the dresses were very well, the, the two dresses for the courthouse and the the, the main wedding were very short, short. and similar style. Yeah. So I wonder how much say she had in in that and how much of it was the Dolce and Gabbana designers saying, no, this is what we're putting you in. Mm, yeah. I'd be very like I'd be very curious to find out if that was her saying this is what I want to wear, or if that was them saying, This is what we're dressing you in. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting question, isn't it? So, mm. look, uh, the whole family over to Italy, uh, it happened. Um, Pete Davidson wasn't there. He was obviously, um, you know, saying his goodbyes to Saturday Night Live, which is huge. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Devin Booker managed to get there at the last minute because they weren't sure whether he was going to be in the playoffs for his basketball team, uh, yeah. and he made it. Uh, we still haven't seen... Kylie's new baby, um, although there has been references to coconut made, and some people are thinking that that's going to be her the baby's name, which I think is hilarious. But when yeah, we, come, we still haven't had yeah. a confirmation on the name, but there's been lots of speculation. But I mean, yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't. So look, that was the wedding that was. So just for those to break it down, for those of you who haven't been keeping as close an eye on it as Lisa and myself, which you know, why are we friends? That's my question to you. So they first of all uh, got married without a license in uh, Vegas with a Elvis impersonator. That was and a, can I, yeah. And can I just say on that one, the photos it was all this like nineties Polaroid style. So every every wedding has had this different photographic style yes. with it. Yeah, yeah. Then they got married last week. It was only last week, wasn't it? That they got uh, married. Yeah, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and that was in Los Angeles, but uh very small. So there was only there wasn't any of the other Kardashians there except for Mary Jo, who is the grandmother, Chris Jenner's mum. And yeah, MJ. Yep. And uh, I love MJ. I think she's so sassy. No, I and, love her so much. Yeah, and then obviously the big uh hoo-ha in Italy. So Look, practice makes perfect, as Courtney has said herself. So three times the charm and now it's all done. And, yeah, look, it it was an absolute spectacle. The uh, the shots of the actual ceremony themselves with all of that lavish red and um, it, it just incredible, just such a decadent um, display from top to bottom, I think. Yeah, it was um, the ceremony setting looked stunning. Absolutely, um, the um, the dresses as well. You know, uh, Kylie and Kendall had on these sort of floral numbers that yeah. were um, not, not. 
identical, but they they tied in together. They were matching. And then, you know, Chloe and Kim had the more gothic, gothic black yeah. look. Um, and, again, all dressed by Dolce & Gabbana. Um, and then Chris just looked just spectacular. Yeah. I thought she looked fantastic. She absolutely um, did. And, um, yeah, it, it looked really, um, I mean, it was very, it was opulence and it was yeah. lavish and it was over the top. It was everything that you would expect. Um, but it was also, I'm going to say it, it was a little bit tacky. Yeah. Like it felt a lot of people have come out saying, you know, um, as a Catholic, I'm offended, like they're using the Catholic aesthetic kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that the Kardashians could do anything and not have some people say that it's tacky. Absolutely not. But yeah, look, there was elements of that. I mean, the short dress, yeah. um, you know, it was, you know, some people can say it's opulent, some other some other people can say it's gaudy. So, mm-hmm. you know, there is that fine line. So I I do get what you're saying there. Um, but look, it's done, it's dusted, and we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what we have discovered over the last couple of weeks on the Kardashians, the new series on Hulu. I'm living for it. Thursday nights, forget it. I don't. You do not exist. I am not answering my phone. Um, you know where it's feed up, chocolate out, and uh, watching the uh, latest version of the Kardashians. So I'm excited for five o'clock tonight. Um, for those of you who planned on contacting me tonight, please don't. We will be back with Lisa and Louise very shortly on the Juice. We're back, keeping up with Lisa and Louise. And, of course, we are in absolute deliverance. Even though Lisa is in ISO, um, she's living vicariously through the Kardashians and um, keeping a sanity at the same time. So we have broken down the wedding that that ended all weddings, Dolce & Gabbana, extravaganza. Travis, Travis and Courtney are now married in Portofino, Italy. And now we're going to talk about the last two episodes of the show. Now, there is another one dropping tonight, uh, but, uh, you know, we we come on every couple of weeks. So here's where we're up to. Um, we're talking about episode five, and the name of the episode, Lisa, is Who is Kim K? Uh, and it's a very interesting little um, epiphany that she's having in this one. It is, yeah. It's... Um I guess it's something that, you know, no matter who you are, I think that if you go through something as huge as a divorce, you're going to have to have that time to find yourself again. Mm. And I think especially because, um, I mean, she's known as, well, she's kind of, it, it's, it's, it's strange because Kim is, is known as one of the most famous people in the world. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And it's quite, um, you know, within that episode, she gets a text from Madonna, who yeah. is another very famous person in the world. Yes. And I feel like that's kind of, um, it's, it's, it's really quite strange because Kim, we see Kim sort of, she went through this whole thing where she started off as, uh, you know, early in her career, quote unquote career, where she was um, the closet girl for Paris. Yes. And then she was reinvented by mostly by Kanye as this sort of style queen. And then 
she is now having to go through a reinvention again because she doesn't have Kanye there. And it's almost like she's trying to find her own style and she's trying to find who she is. And then she's, um, you know, she's, she doesn't know it at this time, but she hasn't passed the baby by yet. So she's not sure if she's going to be successful as a lawyer. So, um, you know, then to get like, if you look at in the, the juxtaposition at Madonna, she has reinvented herself so many times. So you know? many times. Like every time she has a, Every time she has an album, she comes out with a new look um, yep. and a new a new style and whatever. And I think it's quite poignant that she, that Kim, she's going through this. I, I need to reinvent myself, or I need to discover who I am. And she gets a text from the quote unquote quote queen of reinvention. Um, and I think that it's um, you know within that show, they're kind of there's a lot of things that seem quite real, which we'll get to soon, um, but. There's a lot of things that are also seeming quite staged. And, again, it's quite um, convenient that she should get a text from this person um, at a time of her life where she's trying to reinvent and work out who she is. Yeah. Um, she, she, she gets this communication from someone who is um, he's known for reinventing herself. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's um, I guess she was known as Kimye. Yes. And, she was known as with her brand, um, Kim Kardashian West, with things like her makeup and her perfume line. Um, and she's now dropping the, the especially the, the perfume line, Kim Kardashian West has has stopped. It's cl- it's closed. It's done. Yeah. Um, and the so KKW guess, makeup line is. Yeah, that's exactly too, right. Yeah. So we're, we're seeing this reinvention of, you know, she's trying to, who is Kim Kardashian? Who is she really? Um, what is my style? Who am I? Um, mm. And again, like I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to when you go through a breakup or a, a divorce or a big life changing thing. Um, so I guess that's in a way uh, a, a way of Kim being relatable. I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> except when most of us go through a breakup, we don't have to rebrand five companies. I mean. <laughs> Um, I suppose. That's that's a fair cost, isn't it? I mean, we did all right with skims. We don't have to change that. But the perfume line, the makeup line, uh, you know, look, it'll cost millions to rebrand. But that's what it is. Uh, mm. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is what it is. You know, Um, it's kind of like getting your, your partner's name tattooed on you. Um, and then you have to get it covered up. Like she's she's got all these businesses um, uh, registered as Kim Kardashian West, and now she's got to change it back to Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's she could do anything. Like she'll come out with this. She'll spin it on this whole thing of like it, we'll, we'll get a line that's like Kim Kardashian law or something, and it's like yeah. conservative makeup that you can wear to the courtroom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. You heard it here first on the juice. So, look, in this exam, speaking of law, she uh, is studying. So it's her 41st birthday and usually uh, that involves any time the the Kardashians have any sort of celebration, which we did break down in the last segment, uh, some sort of huge celebration. And this year she's gone, listen, I don't have time. I'm studying for the baby bar. Now, the the deal with the baby bar is that because she's actually doing this uh, by correspondence, the baby bar is an exam that uh, must be sat 
and must be passed in order for them to continue doing the degree that way. So if you are going to university, you don't have to sit the baby bar. But if you are doing it in the way that Kimmy is, by correspondence and with um, practical hours, you have to sit the baby bar. And there's a lot of... Uh, feeling out there that the baby bar is actually in a lot of cases harder than the bar itself. Now she's taken it two times before and she failed by a fraction. So the first time she just missed out, the second time she took it, uh, she had COVID and was really struggling and had all of her kids at home. Sound familiar, Lisa? And uh, yeah, I was just about to say I, I can relate to that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So imagine <laughs> having to take the baby bar right now. And um, so she just fell by a little bit. So this was her last-ditch attempt. If she didn't pass this, she wasn't allowed to continue with her law study. So it was absolutely imperative. So on her 30, thirty uh, 41st, 41st birthday, yep. um, she said, look, I'm not doing anything except studying for the bar. Now, she did go into her office and, of course, her family surprised her with a little lunch, uh, that's but right. that's nothing compared to the usual celebrations. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So she she sat the bar and then as well as that, um, there was also Chris Jenner's birthday, which you would think, okay, uh, and she's just moved into a new house, so that's all very exciting. Uh, but it did cause some tension, did it not? Yeah. And again, I think that this is something that people can relate to with with breakups and, and things like that in, um, you know, so Scott Disick, obviously Courtney Kardashian's um, ex-partner, they've been apart for a very long time. Um, and, uh, but they obviously have three children together. Scott's remained close with the family. Uh, he's an only child. Both his parents passed away um, very close together a few years ago. And yeah, he's really, you know, he's always, He's always been very much I'm alone and I'm a victim and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, now now they're trying to um, – there was uh, there was the discussion with, with Kendall involved where it was kind of like, okay, with Courtney now moving on, she's engaged to Travis. Well, they're now married, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do we continue including Scott in, all, in every family occasion? Obviously, he's always going to be a part of the family, but where do you draw the line? And, again, I think that's something that's quite relatable to a lot of people in that he's a person who's been a part of the family for so long and still has ties and has strong links to the family, but is it, is it relevant that they're at every single um, event? And this caused, um, yeah, it, it caused a bit of a, a fight and a bit of tension between Scott and, and Kendall. Um, and... Uh, there was actually a really interesting part where it almost felt like the Kardashians was a reality show about a reality show where Kendall said to the film crew, um, replay the tape or something like that. She yes. said, can we, can we watch that back? Can we, it was, it was, yeah, replay yeah. the tape or something. And it was almost like, okay, this fight isn't staged. It almost made it very much, it solidified the realness of it and the mm. authenticity of it because there's a lot of important moments that happen within the Kardashians' lives and their and the family where maybe it's happened before and then they reenact it for the cameras, you know, yes. whereas this was something that seemed like it was spur of the moment with, with Kendall's reaction. And, again, it we've spoken about it before, breaking the fourth wall and acknowledging the, the film crew and acknowledging that, <clears throat> that we're a part of this and that we're seeing this unfold. And... Um, yeah, it was just that was something that was interesting to me that that, that sort of stood out in the the involvement of, um, again, 
the the camera crew and us, the audience, in this argument as it yes. was happening rather than yeah. us sitting down and watching something unfold like a sitcom. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, hmm. I thought it was I thought it was really interesting. Uh, and and I like it. I like that they break the fourth wall. I like that they um, that it's more sort of documentary style. Um, you know, and yeah, so they had a, a massive, massive, massive blow up, and that's kind of where the um, the the episode ended. In that episode, I have to say, I felt that Scott was a little bit, little bit needy. Oh, um, yeah, and he sounds, he was real, like, slurry, like, yeah, you woman by me, kind of like, yeah, I don't know, like, he didn't sound right. And um, again, like, it's, it's, a t- it's a tough situation no matter who you are. Um, you know, he's feeling left out. But at some point, like, come on, dude. Like, just, you know, you, you're not, it's, if, if you're not invited to every single thing, you can't stamp your feet and have a tantrum and be like, oh, I wasn't included. That's um, exactly it. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, look, you know, I think uh, that's, that's an interesting dynamic. And, um, yeah, so moving on to the next episode, obviously, mm. uh, Kim then gets her gets her baby bar results um, in what was the what was the restaurant they were at? Um, it was Red Lobster. It was the car park of a Red Lobster. They were there celebrating. Um, I think it was North Soccer Game. Was it? Yeah. Um, they were there yes. celebrating. And yes. they were at Red Lobster and she didn't want to cry in a Red Lobster, so she went out to the car park to get the results, yeah. um, which is, like, iconic in yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And she passed and yes. there was yeah. tears. and um, Happy tears, though. Happy, happy tears. tears. And this is also what is very interesting about this episode is this is the first time that we reference Pete Davidson. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's um, we're starting to see him come into the fold and be included. But interestingly enough, it was also, yeah, it's the first time this series that we've seen Kanye. True. So he was in there because, you know, as one does, he decided that he would pick up his children in a fire truck from school. Um, Totally normal. No, no, no. Can I just say, I'm pretty sure that Kanye just wanted to go in the fire truck. It wasn't about the kids. <laughs> but, but, well, um, it's interesting because my partner, who does not care about the Kardashians at all um, mm-hmm. and was forced to watch this episode with me, said exactly the same thing. Oh, really? Said, this is not about the kids. This is about Kanye. <laughs> so yeah, there absolutely. you go. But, yeah. but again, we saw a bit of fourth wall breaking with Kanye talking directly to the, to to the camera, the camera that like mm. saying, I'm going to do this rather than again, us being on the outside, looking in and watching like a, a sitcom show. Again, it's, it's a reality show about a reality show about a family. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it was nice to see a bit of, bit of Kanye sprinkle in there, um, yep. you know, doing his, his dad duties, taking the kids to school. That's, 
you know, very, again, relatable. Yep, definitely, definitely. And, um, yeah, so there was a there was a sly little, uh, you know, um, sort of reference there where um, where she's texting and she has a big smile on her face and the mm. producer said, you know, who are you texting, Kim? And she said, go away, leave me alone. And, and they said, uh, does it rhyme with feet? Yes, I love that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, I love it. And, yeah, we, we'd seen that from early on in um, – like uh, advertisements or you know previews yep. or whatever whatever yes. you want to say for um for the series, um so we knew that there was going to be mention and reference of Pete. Yep. Um, I guess it's interesting to see where they go and how they build it from here and how much like if if we see him, I'm not even sure. I, I don't know when they stopped filming. Um, no, so I don't even know how much he would be, yeah, involved in Kim's life at that point yeah. of filming. But, um, yeah, it is nice to see that they've, they're starting to, again, sprinkle him in a little bit. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> now, Courtney and Travis um, continue their f- fertility journey. So um, the, this time they've gone, uh, the first one wasn't successful um, that, mm-hmm. that we saw in the last episode, but this time they have found a really healthy egg. So um, we're sort of up to the point where they're going to extract that. They didn't in this episode, but it, it's yes. days away. Um, so we'll obviously see how that all unfolds. Um, I have my own theories on that already, but I'm not, uh, I'm not getting into it. Um, because, you know, we, we don't, you know, we're we're not about gossip. (laughs) No, of course not. Um, Unfounded gossip though. I can't, yeah. I I have my own, Lisa knows what they are. I have my own theories on where that fertility journey is up to. And that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Okay, fair enough. But can, can, can I just jump in though? Um, yep. If your theories are right, she's been pregnant for a very long time and she's not looking any more pregnant as the days go on. So um, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah. Look, she still could be early because, see, this is what Courtney and I have in common. We're the same height. When, okay. when you're five foot tall, you look pregnant. When you're two days in. Right, okay. <laughs> because there's nowhere you're going for it like, to okay. go. There's nowhere for it to go. So, yeah, that's my that's my theory. As as someone who um, is also vertically challenged, um, there ain't a lot of hiding it from very early on. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Look, um, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm taller than you, so I don't quite understand that. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I think we'll probably get an update today, obviously, once the show – the new yep. episode airs, um, but uh, just we uh, there was something that I, I wanted to mention when we were talking about the wedding before, yeah, and I forgot, so I'm just going to like jump back a little bit if that's yep. all right. But we're yep. talking about Travis, so I guess it ties in. Um, I was deeply upset and offended mm. by a TikTok that I came across just randomly on my for you page the other day, and it was a a short clip. From uh, some, uh, I think it was Simon Huck, one of the family friends, had filmed it within the wedding. Yeah. And the film clip was of Mark Hoppus, who is one of the founding members of Blink-182, all-round yeah. legend, amazing person. Um, and he was at the wedding and um, he was singing along to a Blink song. And in the background you can see Chloe sitting down. And the caption on the TikTok read, 
Travis Barker's bandmate with Chloe in the background. And I was like, the audacity of this generation. <laughs> that they don't even know who Blink-182 are. They're just getting, they're just like, oh, it's it's Travis's bandmate. Like, how dare you? That is my <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. I know that's not got to do with anything. I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I get it. All right. Well, let's see what tonight brings us. Uh, always a pleasure to chat to you. And thank you so much for uh, still pressing on like the absolute legend that you are. Even with COVID, um, you know, we can still get this uh, get this segment to air and, um, you know, break down everything Kardashian. Yeah, I've, I've had no idea if anything I've just said made any sense at all, but um, thank yeah. you for indulging me in my ramblings. Listen, you were very intelligent. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> now you can go back to, uh, you know, your general <laughs> hospital and uh, and looking after your, your son and your, and your hubby while you are battling COVID yourself. I think everybody out there can um, relate to what you're going through right now and our thoughts and prayers are with you, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you so much. (laughs) You've been listening to Lisa and Louise on The Juice.